0: What's up? What is going on, you guys? Welcome to the Tea of Life. It is your girl, Kita Joe. Thanks for tuning in. If this is your first time, welcome. How you doing? <sighs> Let me sit down. And cool down. This podcast, you guys, is going to be about Amarion and April Jones. Why not? Why not? So, Amarion was recently on the Jason Lee Show or Jason Lee Podcast, which airs on YouTube. And... For anybody that did not see the whole, I guess... So, April Jones, I guess, a, a little while after the podcast aired, she came out and she was, like, really upset. Like, oh, you want this work? You gonna get this work? You know, she been sitting over there. She been quiet. She been minding her business. But everybody wanna fuck with her. So, she she's like any blog... Any blog won't want to get the other side, please. But shit, April girl, if you <laughs> shit, connect with me, girl. <laughs> I'm a single mother too, honey. We can whole have the whole conversation. But I'm gonna call a spade a spade. You to feel however you feel, but let's get into it, honey. Now, how I feel about the Amarion thing? Now, Amarion to me, the whole interview was tasteful. I don't feel like he said anything wrong. I feel like Jason was the more messy one. Like, if anything, she should be upset with Jason because he was kind of messy. Hashtag, what, what was, whatever he said, the name of his show used to be um, Lowdown Messy, Halfway Messy. Something kind of messy, it was something with messy in the title, and um, yeah, seems fitting because he was kind of messy. What was messy to me was when he said, Oh, April over there dating little Fizz, and our show, I think it was something messy, I don't remember the name, but something messy. And if, like our show is about full transparency, and you over there dating little Fizz, and that's why I brought her out here. And fired her live. And I was just like, you feel real good about that, don't you? Like that's that's a real good thing to say. Mm, fired her a lot. Like feeling like a boss. I'm 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 assuming. I thought that was like real tacky, real messy of a thing to say. But um I don't feel like um, Omarion was being messy at all. I think that he was just kind of answering the questions that Jason Lee was asking him. Now, that whole I brought her on here live and fired her, I feel like he could have checked him a little bit for that. Like, that is still the mother of your child. He could have been like, well, hold up. Don't do it like that or something. Because that was real messy for him to say that. But, um... Other than that, Jason Lee was asking him quite a bit of questions. He asked some questions about Rasby and Chris Stokes and Marion basically said he don't know nothing about no child molestation or anything like that. Um, he applauded him or you know, honored him or whatever for even trying to give people a platform. So Jason Lee kind of, I think he kind of said that he was molested if Maybe I heard that wrong, but I think he did say that that happened to him. So he likes to give people a platform. But then he also turned around and said how Rasby would change his story so many times that it felt like, you know, it just kind of does more harm than good you know like it doesn't benefit the people that have had that experience and it kind of may give them you know more of a feeling of not talking or not speaking up because of you know whatever with Ras be um Um, Omarion talked about how they, the reason he went on the Love and Hip Hop or the reality show was kind of to get more um, publicity for his single post to be because he felt like his record label at the time wasn't really giving him the support or whatever that he needed. So that was the reason why he went on the show. He was like, he, um, he basically, you know, confirmed he was on for two seasons and he didn't come to the reunion show because he was like, oh, that's going to be a shit show. the shit show! Um, Marion was kind of funny on this podcast or whatever. He had little funny moments. So, I don't even remember, um, the second season. I don't even think I watched that season. I don't know. Probably watched a bit, but not the whole thing. So, um, I don't know if that's the time when April and Lil Fizz was dating. Um, but he was like, yeah, he was not coming to that reunion show. It was going to be too much of a shit show for him. And then Jason Lee was like, oh, yeah, it was a shit show. You didn't miss nothing. But um, basically, he was saying that He was trying to be supportive of April, give her a little bit more of a platform, because at that time, she was trying to pursue her music career and put herself out there some. So he was like, you know, it would have been kind of like a a good thing for both of them. So in my personal opinion, sidebar, like, I feel like I don't understand why April is upset. Because it's like the man is a celebrity. Is he not ever to speak up? Or is he not ever to speak on like anything about her, her family? My thing is once you go on a reality show, it's kind of like all bets are off. Because you put that kind of stuff out there. So it's like people are going to ask you questions. And it's like... I don't get it. Like, if you feel like it was nothing, like, okay. So, I remember seeing this interview with April. Um, not an interview with her, but she was, like, talking about how or why she chose to start dating Lil' Fish. She was like, they friendship ain't no friendship like that. And um, what people see is not really what it is. And Lil Fizz at the time was being, you know, supportive. She was real vulnerable in the moment. And how many women can't relate to that? Like, sometimes a bitch will catch you in your vulnerable moment. And, you know, then you'll wake up from that vulnerability and like, bitch, what the fuck was I thinking? You know, and it ain't nothing wrong with just saying, you know, that was a moment it happened. You know, but double down on it. Like, if you didn't have no problem with dating him, like, oh, my gosh, how many of us women are like, oh, if I could go back, I would never. You know, I'm pretty sure quite a few men and women have that same, like, experience in life. But I don't feel like Omarion has anything to do with that I think that she now Omarion did speak on emotional intelligence and how him dating in April kind of uh, increased his emotional intelligence in a way because it was like in my personal opinion it sounds like she was trying his emotional um what's the word I'm trying to think of and it's not intelligence. It's like she it's like he basically said that he had to increase his emotion emotional intelligence or his emotional intellectual I'm trying to talk with big words. <laughs> you know, intel is I don't even think intellectualism is a word. Um, but um He pretty much just saying like he had to up his emotional intelligence dealing with, you know, April, the whole um, child support going in. And I guess they didn't even really talk about him going in and out of court. But he basically confirmed that their their co-parenting was done through an app. So basically. It just seems like like they had gotten over like quite a big hump in co-parenting and it seems like this interview may have taken them back a few steps because it seems in my personal opinion that april jones could use quite a bit of Omarion's emotional intelligence and that may be like, bitch, y'all know me, bitch, I'm leaving. but when you're not able or capable of conveying your point of view or your message or how you feel calmly, rationally, where a person can actually listen to you then maybe you do need to work on your emotional intelligence. Because just that little snippet of her talking about this Amarion Jason Lee thing, she was it didn't seem like she was calm. She seemed kind of upset, a little irate. And she made it very clear somebody's going to get this work. So, to me, I just... I don't get why she's upset, but I'm not her. I don't. I don't know their past, their the whole picture of whatever they got going on. But in my personal opinion, I just feel like let that man do an interview and talk about how he feels. What's wrong with that? Now in the interview, they talked about okay, they were doing a reality show. Or Marianne's trying to be supportive, and. Jason was like, Well, did you prep her for fame or this level of celebrity? And Omarion was like, You know, he tries to the best of his ability, but you can't really prepare someone for fame because you don't never know a person's perspective on it. Once they get out there, it, you know, it's kind of like you jumping in a pool. You, you, you in the pool, you know? But he did say that. He did not want his kids to be on social media, and he wanted his kids to remain as sacred as possible for as long as possible. And fast forward through the interview, Jason Lee was like, well, when their son, Mega, came out on social media and was talking about, um, I guess, Tay Diggs, and he was like, he is not here, and he was smoking weed. And then April was like, he was not smoking weed. Don't say that. And Mega was like, I smelled it. And April was like, he does edibles. And it was just like, Jason was like, isn't that like a full circle moment when you want to be kind of like, yeah, I told you so. And Omarion just laughed. Like Omarion feels... To me, in my personal opinion, it seems like Amarion ain't really messy, but he gonna let you be messy for him. Like, he, he was just laughing at the stuff or whatever, like, in, in my mind, I, I'm feeling like that was his way of agreeing, like, yeah, I agree with you, but I'm not saying it, you know, and it seems like that's kind of... um. The path that Amarion takes is kind of like, you know, if people want to call you or call him Mr. Unbothered, you know, he's not calling himself Mr. Unbothered. But if you want to call me that, that's fine. You know what I mean? I'll take that because, you know, he's basically saying he's been he's doing a lot of um, inner work. He talked about doing shrooms, meditating. And some other thing, I saw something, some other thing they were talking about, some other drug where it's like you die, but you're not dead, or you feel like you're at peace. I don't even remember the name of the drug they were talking about. But it seems like, let me not eat on y'all. That's how you know this podcast is going to be over. Because... got some hawaiian rolls and you know how when you get hawaiian rolls it's so hard to just stop eating them or is that just me mm. so yeah it sounds like a is really on another peaceful path in life and um It just seems like their whole thing, like her dating um Lil Fizz, like Jason Lee was like, you know, did um everybody apologize to you and um he said yeah but I think he said like you don't feel like April I don't remember what he said, so I'm not going to say that. But um, I'll be right back, y'all. I'm going to eat my Hawaiian roast because it's on my mind and I feel like I can't talk. So give me a moment. (laughs) i will be right back. So, So I don't even know where I left off. Anything, but I will say that, um, the whole oh, I think I know why I left off. Like, um, Jason Lee was asking if they apologized to him, um. He definitely said love Fizz apologized to him. But, um... I don't know. I definitely feel like it was huge. He, was, he basically said they had to really convince him to go on a tour with them, and he did not want to go on that tour, and he had to be convinced. And I can get where, you know, he probably has to be convinced because it's a lot to be kind of going through, you know, especially on TV and everybody looking at you and your baby mama, dating one of your bandmates, even if sidebar to April, just straight girl, white. Like. Even if they was not friends like that, even if they were associates, like it, based just based off of what she came out and said that one time, even if they were not friends like that, like they were a whole bandmate. You know what I mean? Like their their personal friendship may not have been that deep, but the fact that they were like in this band together like they're friends like that or their relationship is something to the point where it was just kind of like yeah you don't want to go over there you know you might want to date somebody else but you know i get it sometimes when you are vulnerable when you in the moment or whatever it's just like shit, this man makes me feel some type of way and maybe she just couldn't really fight the urge or something in the moment, but I don't know. I just feel like, you know, when you grow up, hindsight is always twenty-twenty. But throughout the whole interview, I felt like Omarion was being very tasteful. Um, I don't feel like you said anything that was inappropriate. That I I don't feel like you said anything that was inappropriate to the point where she should have been so mad to come out and say, oh, you want this work? You're going to get this work. Unless she's talking to Jason Lee, because he was messy, in my personal opinion. And I feel like at the end of the day, people need to understand, like, when you got kids, Like, think about your kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't nobody want no work when you got kids together with somebody, okay? Like, that man was not being messy at all. He was answering the questions. He coming up there to promote a book that he did rather well promoting that book and I'm not even gonna lie because I am interested in reading the book don't even remember the name of the book I, mean, I, I don't remember the name of the book but i know he was up there to promote a book and a tv show and he's bringing out on all black and i don't even remember the name of the tv show but uh something about polyamorous relationship or polygamous relationship so He also stated that he would like to be in a polygamous relationship. You know, he tried at one point, but it didn't work out. Um, They talked about Will Smith and Jada. And he pretty much was like, you know, that's the best relationship to be in. When both people know, like no matter what, we got each other back and we love each other. And that right there threw me for a loop because I was like, that's the best relationship to be in. Like, bitch, leave me. Don't be loyal to me. That's how I feel. The fuck, if you finna come out here and say all this, like, no. If I was Will, I would've been like, bitch, go ahead and leave. Because you're doing more damage than good around here. You're hurting me. It's like, bitch, how many times can a bitch stab your ass and it's like, hell no, bitch, you can go. That ain't no good damn relationship. Now, I definitely don't agree agree with him. With that one, I feel like um, Will Smith needs to take his shit and get on the first thing smoking, because Jada is, that's weird. And I know Will Smith came out with his book, but... I don't know. Jada's truth is just different. It just feels like the whole time she's just been in it for whatever she was in it for. It don't feel like love. It felt like love developed over time. And it was more maybe possibly possibly stability, you know, even though, I don't know. So I'm mind my business. Let me talk about Omariana and uh, Abram. <laughs> so... I don't get why she's upset, you know. I don't get why she came out talking about somebody needs to get this work. And they've been, she's been quiet for so long. Now, Jason Lee did go and agree with with April and say, you know, she really doesn't come out and she really doesn't say anything. You know, she could have said stuff about quite a few things. And she doesn't or she hasn't. But... My thing is, when it comes to this whole April and Omarion thing, it to me feels like, um, Can I say how I mean it, me? To me, it feels like maybe that's possibly why whatever it is that they did maybe didn't work out. Because it feels like if you're upset behind that interview, maybe you haven't completely healed or gotten over or whatever it is between Omarion and you, you know what I mean? And that's just me from the outside looking in because I don't even see what you upset about. Like if if Omarion was my baby daddy and he came out and did this, I would've been like, oh, I would've been like, oh, for real? That's what's up, cool. Like it wouldn't have been all that with me because there's no, There's no feelings there. There's no attachments there. There's no, okay, he's doing an interview. He's promoting a book. I mean, at some point you have to understand that's the business that he's in. Like he's a a celebrity, he has to do interviews. That's the way that he promotes his books, his work, his albums, his TV shows is going out and doing interviews. That's what it's about. So for her to be upset, if she come out and she's upset with Jason Lee, then it makes a little bit of sense. But if she's upset with Omarion, after that interview, it's like, girl, go chill because that man ain't say nothing. He ain't say nothing negative. He ain't say nothing that ain't nobody already know. You know what I mean? You did date his band his band member, and okay, if they wasn't friends like that, they was in a whole band together, like. Stand all the way ten toes into what you did. Like, if you in the moment ain't feel like it was nothing wrong with dating Lil' Fizz, then it wasn't nothing wrong with dating Lil' Fizz. But why get upset because somebody talks about you dating Lil' Fizz? Like, you did that. You did, like, you did that on national TV, on a reality show. We all seen it. Like, y'all was, like, doubling down on bitch. We together and all that stuff, so... Don't get upset behind the shit that you do. There's ten toes in it. Like, you did that, you dated that man, you felt like, fuck Omarion, fuck all that shit. This man making me feel some type of way. I'm liking the way he making me feel, and I'm going with it. Okay. Ain't nobody judging you for, like, bitch, everybody done been through that shit. Ain't nobody judging you for going in Dating somebody that made you feel good in the moment. Halle Berry, did it in Monster's Ball. She just wanted to feel good. Make her feel, you know, maybe that's what you felt. And if that's what you felt, that's what you felt. Who gives a fuck? Why are you mad at whoever you mad at? Like, I definitely feel like in my personal opinion, like I already said, I think uh, uh, April needs to take a little bit of the emotional intelligence that Omarion has, and it seems like he's not coming from a malicious place at all. He also stated in the interview, you know, you know, his emotional intelligence grew because he was like, you know, I could have been like, a bit, and he, he stopped himself and he was like, you know what, I'm gonna go over here. And he was like, I could have been like, you know, I could have went off and, and he's like, you know what, no, 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 I'm gonna go over here, I'm gonna calm down, I'm, I'm gonna handle it this way. And I just feel like, in my personal opinion, Omarion, to me, it looks as if he has figured out a way to not only be unbothered, but to figure out a way to not be triggered by people when they come for him in any any way figured out a way to stay in his peace. And I think, honestly, that's what it looks like. And I don't know April, but she seems cool as fuck. She seems like a person that you you know you could chill and get along with or whatever. But if, if I was April's home girl, I would tell her, girl, this ain't nothing to be mad about. Like, this man is a grown man and he gotta work. Like, what are you mad? At the man for working for like that's a part of his job and people gonna ask him questions about loving your pop because that's a part of their job now i don't know you want to be mad be mad at i don't know what you need to be mad at girl i'm not even gonna tell you what to be mad at but yeah, the whole interview, it was two hours long. I watched that whole interview because I was like, I'm gonna do a podcast on it. If I were not doing a podcast on it, would I have watched the whole thing two hours in its entirety? Probably not. But watching the whole thing, it, the whole thing was, it was a good interview. Um, They talked about how Mario paused itself um, some type of he want to be on the r- Mount Rushmore of R&B with Whitney Houston and some other people and Omarion was just kind of like I don't think you can kind of elect yourself to be on no Mount Rushmore of r and I think you have to let the people do that for you and um, they doubled down and said uh, Cisco was like don't I got more hits than him I ain't seeing nothing like that, and I got more hits in him, so I just, no more uh, Mario, but it was a really good interview, um, he did say that he's coming out with some more music, he's working on a TV show, he has a book, he's all the way into mushrooms, meditating, and peace, and zen. And he wasn't trying to be messy about nothing you know he tries not to be messy at all he also did say he lets people do whatever they want to do because karma is gonna wrench around and you're gonna reap what you sow so he was pretty much i i believe that was towards Lil fizz in april because he pretty much was like you know in that moment he felt like he didn't really have to get no type of revenge or do anything malicious to anybody or double down on nothing, because he was pretty much like, life is gonna go for her, for people, for mm-hmm. you or whatever. And um, I ain't gonna say that's what happened, but we all see it didn't work out. I mean, we see that she moved on to say Did. And it looks like that allegedly didn't work out. You know, no But, girl, I like April and Tay Did. I really do. Did. Whatever that is. You know, I like them two together. Dancing. They seem to have a lot of fun. And this brings me back to that Nelly and Ashanti thing. Like, when you be out here. Promoting all of these relationships like like they was doing. Like, we get involved in these shit. And I was like, dang, now we miss April did. and k Dig And I miss them too and they shenanigans or whatever. And it's just like, well, it's like, I feel like they owe us something at this point. Like, let us know something. And it's just kind of like, they just not sharing on social media no more and nature not telling us what happened or what had happened or nothing. It's just no more April and Tay Diggs. And I remember when um her son and her got on live, I think it was, um, and he was like, Tay Diggs ain't here and she it seemed like she was kinda trying to save face a little bit, like he is here. He's just not here right now. And I was- I was like, it will be your kids, bitch, that will just like, no, he's not here. (laughs) Like, damn. (laughs) But, I like April and Tay Diggs, and I ain't even gonna front. Like, when they was out here doing all of that singing and doing all of that stuff, I was just like, I wonder, you know, how how is this gonna pan out when you. Putting your relationship out here like this, and I was like, they seem so cool that like real life happens and you can't stop that shit. Like, and I'm pre- I don't know what happened between Tayvee and April, but I'm pretty sure real life started happening, and it seems, in my personal opinion, just from the outside looking in, it seems like. April is kind of a hothead. Just a little bit of a hothead. Or she's cool until she ain't cool. And then it's a problem. And maybe that probably got a little bit of what had happened with her and Tay Diggs. But anyway, if you haven't watched the Tay Diggs and um, Tay Diggs. <laughs> If you haven't watched the Jason Lee and Omarion interview, I think I summed it up rather well for y'all. I don't think I missed out on anything. And I did it in less than two hours. So, yeah, they talked about Lil Fizz. Lil Fizz apologized. Um, He don't feel no type of ill feelings towards nobody. The whole group, he was like... Oh, one thing he did mention was how... Beyonce's able to be a part of Destiny's Child and Grow Up. Um who else was it? He named another group. How another group was able to be in a group and grow. I forgot who the other group was. Hey, y'all, I forgot. But I know one of them was Beyonce, and he pretty much was like, you know, these other people have been able to get, you know, their career outside of their group, and it feels like that's something that he wants or wanted for himself. And I feel like he kind of did have that. But I think somewhere after O and Touch, he just kind of went away. I feel like if he would have just kept going with the O and Touch and kept going with whatever he had going on, he would have had his career to himself. I don't think that, um, like, because he's always, like, it's, whenever people mention Amarion is always B2K, he's never Amarion, it's always Amarion B2K, there's no separation of him from B2K, but I feel like Kelly might have that same thing, but no, because even Kelly probably, when you think of Kelly Rowling, you think of Destiny's Child, but you still see Kelly Rowling as Kelly Rowland. I'm pretty sure Kelly Rowland is Kelly Rowland is. Um, when you see her, people are probably always asking her about Beyonce. So I think like it is what it is. I think people are always gonna. Um, I don't know when you come from a group. It's just I guess if you're not the lead singer or even if you are the lead singer if your career doesn't go the way you think it should go you're gonna always feel some type of way or whatever I don't know but um I don't know I think the whole interview it was it was a really good interview I don't think I missed out on nothing with y'all or, y'all or whatever but if you feel like I did chime in let me know um don't forget to tell a friend and tell another friend to tune in. You can follow this podcast on the X or Twitter uh, and on Instagram. The T of Life is the girl, Kita Joe. Peace.